You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Wednesday as we talk the world of sports over the next two hours. Taking you home until 6 o'clock here tonight. Trent Condon with you for the next two. Jimmy B will drop by later on in the program. But coming up here in our number one, we're going to be talking Hawkeyes with Pat Hardy. He's going to stop by at about 4.20 this afternoon. Plenty as we look forward to Minnesota and the final eight weeks of the slate for the Iowa Hawkeye football team. And what this season can become. Such a missed opportunity against Wisconsin Still a lot in front of this team. Big games on the road against Penn State. That's going to say a lot. Purdue right after that. Before that, the two road dates over the next two weeks with Minnesota and Indiana with Maryland in between. A manageable slate, no doubt, but the difference with the way the schedule lays out and what we've seen out of this Iowa team between another 7-5, and 8-4 and four season and winning double digits, I think it's going to go a long way for Iowa and the way we think about them and the Kirk Ferentz regime going forward. An important stretch for Iowa football. We'll talk about that. We'll also get into some Iowa basketball with Pat and uh, the news that you know we got the press release here now a couple weeks back from the University of Iowa and Luca Garza. And as he had assist removed, something that on the surface doesn't appear to be a big deal Sounded like it was a very large cyst. I, I thought I heard someone say up to 10 pounds, which is just absolutely incredible to hear something like that. But now when he's going to be back and, and they're hoping for maybe in the winter, what does that mean? The, the timeline for that. Luca Garza a year ago, he was one of the few bright spots out of an incredibly disappointing Iowa basketball team. You remember, this is a team that was talked about not just being an NCAA tournament team, but maybe even being more than that. And I was a part of that. I was a believer that Bohannon and Cook were going to take a step forward in their sophomore year, that they had enough pieces and enough ability for this team to be incredibly good a year ago with the depth that they had. Never came to fruition. The defense was atrocious, and we saw a 4-14 Big Ten campaign and a disappointing Iowa basketball team. We'll talk about that coming up with Pat Hardy. More college basketball talk later on in the hour. Also, Bobby Reagan's going to join us from Barstool Sports. We're going to get his perspective I mentioned this yesterday. He broke down every single D1 program in college basketball, and then he ranked them. One through 353, he put them all out there. He has Iowa coming in at number 81. He's got both you and I and Drake in the 100 somewhere. Can't remember offhand what it was, but the biggest reason I wanted to bring him on is to talk about Iowa State. I'm a big believer in the Cyclones. I think this Iowa State squad is going to be outstanding this year. He has them in his top 25. One of very few people that have him in the top 25. He's got Iowa State at 23, Nebraska at 24, Syracuse at 22 for a reference there. So we'll talk about that. Obviously, the FBI investigation will get a hit on that and a whole lot more coming up with Bobby from Barstool. That'll be at 440. The 5 o'clock hour will get going at 515 with our first guest. After an opening salvo, and we'll be talking with Andrew Garda. Look around the NFL with him. And then Jimmy B, as mentioned, later on in the program today. But going to start where, 
you'd anticipate we'd start at a day like this with the Chicago Cubs. An absolute baseball classic, 13 innings, incredibly compelling. Cub fans, frustrations. Frustrated with your team, frustrated with baseball, frustrated with your home field advantage that wasn't there. All kinds of frustrations that are out there. Rooting interest aside, you saw a great baseball game last night. It, it what The difference between the regular season and what we see in playoff baseball, it's immense. You know, football always has a certain level of physicality to it that you just you can't take it off. You can't rein it in from time to time like you can in baseball. I mean, basketball, NBA basketball in the regular season, you don't even have to watch the first three quarters. You watch the fourth quarter, and the NBA knows that because they're now marketing where you can buy just the fourth quarter of basketball games on their app for a buck ninety nine or two ninety nine or whatever it is. I'm not gonna spend that. Regardless, you could do that because the NBA it's a joke the first three quarters. Here but you get to the playoffs and it gets a lot better. And still, a lot of times you don't have to watch till the fourth quarter. But that aside, baseball, the difference and the gap between regular season and the playoffs, it is so immense. I mean, that chasm is monstrous that you see. I'm left so compelled with what I saw last night, so excited about tonight, and get these playoffs started. I think this is going to be an incredible MLB playoffs. And you don't have the storylines of two years ago with the Cubs and the drought in 1908 and the Goat and the Bartman and on and on and on and the Black Cat. You don't have that. And the Indians haven't long won for a long, long, long time. But it just it doesn't have that same kind of national pull. But if you're a sports fan, if you're a baseball fan, that's not going to matter. Tonight, a weird story in its own right. Liam Hendricks, a guy that, frankly, has been bad throughout his career. But he found a home in the bullpen for Oakland. But he's also been the opener. That's right. He's been the opener. A guy that starts the game, goes an inning, and that's it. He gets the ball. So you got this new thought process of baseball. You're doing it with Liam Hendricks, a guy with a career ERA just as shy of five. Liam Hendricks. Australian kid, started his career with Minnesota. I watch this guy pitch. He's not very good. <laughs> he isn't. But he'll get the ball. They expect him to go one inning. That's it. They tried to stretch him out and go two. Didn't go very well earlier this season when they made him the opener. And away we go. It's, it's stories that you can't make up. Here he is. Just Unbelievable. Eight starts this year. He's thrown 24 innings overall. ERA north of four, and he's going into Yankee Stadium against the Yankees and the vaunted Bronx Bombers. Baseball, it's going to be so good. Back to the Cubs, though, and what we saw last night. I get the frustration. I get the consternation. You're a fan. That is what you are supposed to do. Is it time for Joe Madden to move on? Now, I posed this question a week ago before we knew how this was going to play out, and I posed this very scenario, or a scenario where they didn't even get to a tiebreaker game against the Brewers. The Brewers overtook them, and we didn't get a 163. And they didn't make the wild card, and the Cardinals were that extra team. And I wondered out loud if 
Joe Manna would be in trouble. And at the time, I think a lot of people scoffed, no, no, not going to happen. And now you're hearing those conversations happening a lot more. Because of that, you have to wonder, with Jed and Theo and and the future of this organization, where they're thinking, where they're talking, what is going to happen with this squad. There's a lot to be rebuilt. There's a lot that has to happen for the Cubs. It was just announced earlier, about an hour ago, that Addison Russell has received a 40-game suspension. What is his future? What is the future for Addison Russell and the Cubs? You're not going to get a whole lot in return. Addison Russell's statement said, after gaining a full understanding of the situation, I have concluded it is the best interest of my family to accept MLB's proposed resolution of this matter. I wish my ex-wife well and hope we can live in peace for the benefit of our child. That is from Addison Russell in the release earlier today. 40-game suspension. Offensively, will he ever be the guy we saw early in his career when he had a 90 RBI? Probably not. I don't think that guy is there. You have a decision on Cole Hamels. You have a decision what you're going to do in the free agent market. And that leads to Theo Epstein. He's built the Red Sox into a winner, won a World Series as a front office executive. That alone should make you a Hall of Famer. Then you couple of it with what he did with the Cubs. Now you're lock Hall of Famer. But in his career, hasn't been exactly great as it pertains to free agency. J.D. Drew came up with a big hit, but overall his career in Boston, it was was a real noteworthy. That's another thing I think that people are going to be talking a lot about. What Theo Epstein and with his other right-hand man, Jed Hoyer, what they decide to do with this squad and how they're going to build it, fix the offense, fix the bullpen, fix the rotation, maybe more tweak it than even fix. There's still a team that won 95 games. We're not talking the Baltimore Orioles here. But to do that and how it's going to be going forward. Football talk. Let's get into it. We got football coming up this weekend. A busy week on 1700. Get started tomorrow night as we will bring you the Colts at the Patriots. That's more than likely a blowout. But football begins on Thursday night. Iowa State, they make their way down to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Iowa State, desperate for a win Probably isn't the correct terminology, but it's getting close. Iowa State's played well against Oklahoma State. They've had opportunities. And many will tell you they should have won the football game against Oklahoma State a year ago as a call went against them. But this is a season that isn't spiraling out of control, but it's just been so, so incredibly odd. And because of that, I think you're left wondering, is this even a bowl team? Well, in order to do that... They have to get a win one of these next two weeks. If they go 0-2 over the next two, you back yourself into a corner. You put yourself in a corner where seemingly the rest of the way, you have to be nearly perfect. Six games remaining after these next two. At Oklahoma State and West Virginia at home. And that Mountaineer team, I was not a believer this summer. I was not believing the defense was even going to be adequate. Yet here we are. At Oklahoma State, I think is more realistic. Justice Hill is an outstanding running back. I'm just not a big believer in Cornelius and the rest of that offense. 
I think Iowa State defensively can do enough. It comes down to the offense. David Montgomery aside, and his injury aside, this squad needs to do more through the year. There is too much talent, and they have passed protected too well for this team to continually struggle the way they are. Zeb Nolan, let it fly. Take some shots, young man. Jump ball to Hakeem Butler. Up the field on a post to Matt Eaton. Underneath was Jones, but there needs to be more out of this offense. It can't be beat, beat, throw. Two seconds and gone. You got to stand in the pocket. You have to deliver the ball up the field. And playing Oklahoma State's defense is a lot different than TCU's. You'd anticipate there is going to be more time. Zeb Nolan needs to step up in a big way. And if he steps up and can deliver a victory, very well could be the quarterback for the rest of the season, regardless of the injury status and when Kyle Kemp comes back for the Cyclones. Comes down to this week, certainly, and what we see against Oklahoma State and next week against West Virginia. And Iowa up to Minnesota to take on the boat rowers, P.J. Fleck and company, with the Ghosts. It's a battle for Floyd. Love this game. Love this rivalry. It is, to me, Iowa's biggest rival. But it's also where I grew up. You know, I have friends that live in the Quad Cities. For them, it's Illinois. Grew up in Dubuque. It's Wisconsin. Here, Iowa State. Or Nebraska for Western Iowa. But for me, growing up, just minutes away from the Minnesota border and having family in Minnesota, it's the Gophers. I love when the Hawkeyes beat the Gophers. Can the offense take a step forward, though, in terms of scoring? Can they finish drives? Can they be efficient in the red zone? No more getting by 14-7 like it was two years ago up there. Or last year, 17-10. But really put the pedal down. And beat up P.J. Fleck in the process? Boy, I'd like to see it. I don't know if I believe it's going to happen, but it'd be fun to see, no doubt. With that, we will take a timeout. Coming back on the other side, more on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Pat Hardy joins us from allhawkeyes.com, taking up until 6 o'clock tonight. Back with more in a moment, I'm Trent Condon. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. 
This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their own rights. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election. Selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just 10 bucks down. Cast your old right aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just 10 bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements and I'm your dealer for the people. And I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Vehicle purchase price affects actual discount. All terms subject to approval. Some minimum requirements. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising Advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This year... 
It's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Troy kind of back with you on a Wednesday. Time to talk Hawkeyes. Pat Hardy from allhawkeyes.com joins us here as he does every other Wednesday on the program. And glad to have him aboard with us. Pat, what's a good word over in eastern Iowa today? It feels like July. I mean, it's hot and humid. I thought about turning my air on, but it's supposed to drop like 40 degrees tonight, so I'm going to hold off. You're going to hold off. Uh, it's probably a good call, but by the time I get home, I'm going to guess. Because it's hot in my studio today. I might have to turn on that AC. It's 88 degrees. Yeah. It's supposed to, get down to, it's supposed to get down to 48 tonight. So, yeah, you may be turning your heat on before long. Well, welcome to fall in Iowa. It's a good yep. one. And you'll be making your way north this weekend up to Minnesota as Iowa, after the bye week, gets the Gophers in the battle for the Pig Floyd of Rosedale. You know, this has been a series that has been interesting throughout the years, going all the way back to early in the Hayden regime when he put on the bib overalls after a victory up there in the Roller Dome and beating the, uh, the Gophers in 82. But we've seen good teams go into Minnesota, lose football games. We've seen Iowa throttle some good Minnesota teams throughout the years. It's been certainly an intriguing series at least in my memory bank of the past 35-plus seasons. It has, but Iowa's also won 13 of the last 17 and is going for four in a row. I mean, Iowa has clearly been the better team recently, but you're right. There's been some times I remember when Jeff Horton was the interim head coach mm-hmm. and a good Iowa team went up there and lost. I mean, I, that wasn't that long ago. And um, But Minnesota's problem is that they just haven't been able to sustain anything to really make this rivalry much in my opinion i mean it's been don't get me wrong there's been some good games but when is minnesota ever relevant i'm going through the they haven't won a big 10 title since 67 they have one 10 win season in the history of their program they've had nine head coaches since 1979 and they just i don't know i mean i just the series to me the gophers just i don't know they just haven't held up their end of the deal i think i just i mean i i will be stunned if this game is within eight to ten points. I did, Iowa has no business losing this game up there, but I know we've seen circumstances like this before, but rarely do you have a true freshman quarterback playing a team for a team that also has lost its top two running backs and its best player on defense, and the team was suspect to begin with. It, it has the feeling that this one certainly could get away, but in order to do that, Iowa needs to take that next step offensively, and we saw improvement, I think, the last two weeks out of Nate Stanley at the quarterback position, both against you and I, and of course the big one against Wisconsin. But later in the game, Stanley struggled in comparison to Alex Hornibrook. The offense as a whole, to, to take that next step. Look, this is never going to be Texas Tech. We're never going to see them averaging 50 points a game. But to become more efficient, what's the key in your mind, Pat, for that to happen? 175 rushing yards a game. That's not asking for a ton either. I mean, that's, I'm not saying they need to go 225, 250, but they need to get 175 rushing yards a game. I thought part of the reason they were competitive against Wisconsin is they could run the ball. They ran the ball well on first down. Ivory Kelly Martin had some nice runs. That gives Nate the time, 
the play action that he needs. To me, that's the key. 175 to 190 rushing yards. Then I think you're going to see Nate Stanley get the two to 250 passing yards, a lot of play action time in the pocket. To me, that's it, though. And I will be surprised if they can't go up there and run against Minnesota. I expect them to get four to 450 total yards and to have it be pretty balanced. I will be surprised. And I don't normally feel this way going up to Minnesota or playing Minnesota because Minnesota often does play well against Iowa and is somewhat respectable on paper. But I look at this Minnesota team due to some unfortunate circumstances with injuries. I see, I struggle to see two to three wins in the conference this year. Maybe I'm selling them short and I'll look like a fool on Saturday. But, I mean, this team lost 42-13 to 13 against Maryland. And, I mean, Maryland, didn't Maryland recently lose to Old Dominion or something like that? I mean, it's Temple, just, Temple. Or Temple, yeah, Temple. Who lost to Old? Somebody lost to Old Dominion. Virginia Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech. Yes. So, yeah, anything can happen. I get it. But I just would be really disappointed if Iowa finds a way to lose this game because they'll have to look really hard. Well, it feels like if a loss is going to happen, it'd be something self-inflicted because you're right. Turnovers. Yeah, yeah. Turning the ball over or the special teams gaffes. Pat, uh, I know it was a conversation piece earlier this week with Kirk Ferentz. As anticipated, he wasn't going to throw Kyle Gronewig under the bus or Sean By or anything like that. But special teams in a program like Iowa, there's been bright moments, but you still look around. You've seen Miguel Racinos miss three pick kicks so far this year. He had a punt punt block in game one, and of course the fumble and then the the uh, kick of the ball in the Wisconsin game. How much more needs to be cleaned up with the special teams? Well, yeah, and I kind of hadn't. I'd kind of overlooked. Racinos, he was pretty reliable last year. I believe he only missed two field goals all of last season. So, yeah, they've had some issues. I'm not ready to say that it's a major problem yet. Let's, I, I still think I've got decent confidence in Racinos. The punting has at least been somewhat adequate. Now, the situation with Gronawig, he's made a couple decisions that you just you can correct him. He's gotten, I mean, you saw that fumble. He had the ball out. He was carrying it like a loaf of bread, which he, normally he doesn't do. It's almost like he just had a lapse in thinking there, and the decision to catch the ball at the three, that was not good either, but you hope now that they've caught that and caught and, and corrected that, and as far as Sean Byers' situation, I think the one thing, and Kirk didn't disagree with it, I brought this up, the one thing that keeps getting sort of overlooked in that is the role that Wisconsin played in it. I'm telling you, those two players that were down there coaxed him into staying around the ball. They had a lot to do with that, and then when it got close enough, they used their leverage and body weight to basically push him into the ball. I give Wisconsin credit for playing it, pushing the rules to the furthest, but they didn't really break any rules because nothing was called. But if you look back at that, those Wisconsin players had a lot to do with what happened to Sean Beyer. Defensively, a change this week with the injury sustained by Nick Neiman uh, on that final offensive play from Wisconsin on the fullback sweep play. Uh, don't see that one in the playbook very often that went for a touchdown for the Badgers. Perfectly executed. It, it the way was. that guard pulled out and just took the... Um, Jake Gervas took the defensive back out of the play. Boom. I couldn't believe how well they executed that play. And I was in Vegas at the time, and I had to rip up my under ticket of 43-and-a-half. I was none too pleased about that. But that aside, I'm sure you weren't alone. I'm sure you weren't <laughs> alone with that. That aside, Pat, I, uh, I, I look at this defense, and, and tell me first about Barrington Wade, a kid. Remember his name from the Chicagoland area from recruiting. Tell us more about Barrington Wade. Well, he kind of, as a recruit, kind of got more recognition as a running back. Iowa liked him as a linebacker. He's about 6'2", 225, from Skokie, Illinois. He was a three-star recruit. Your typical Iowa recruit had decent, but, you know, didn't have Ohio State or Michigan knocking down his door. But he had some decent offers. And 
based on, I mean, the players and coaches are always going to say good things in situations like this, but they did talk about his athleticism and what have you. So we'll see. He's had some moments on special teams where you look at him and be like, yeah, you could see him playing, but he's just never done this. So we don't know, and I don't want to sound too negative, but Nick Neiman's starting for a reason. He's mm-hmm. starting. So you, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of drop-off, or maybe this is going to be one of those situations where he comes in and just is one of these guys who's better in a game than he is in practice because we've seen that happen before too i mean chuck hartley the quarterback i mean chuck finally had to get into a game because he couldn't beat out dan mcguire in practice because i know some people that played back then and they just said chuck wasn't as good a practice player chuck's even said it so you never know i don't think this week it's going to be that big of a concern if they're going in against a much better running team uh what have you i'd be a little more concerned but We'll see. It'll be interesting to see. This will be the sixth different linebacker that starts this year. So one thing is they've got some decent depth at linebacker. Yeah, building that depth, and we'll see Colbert on the other side. Certainly liked what we've seen out of him when he's been uh, thrust into action. What do you think this means about Christian Welch? I mean, he's been the guy. Is it his versatility that kind of allows them to do flexibility and, and maybe giving Barrington Wade a shot here, knowing if it does go bad, hey, at least we do have Christian Welch waiting in the wings, and we know maybe he won't be great at the outside spot, but he can at least be adequate. Well, I also think that they may be thinking that Christian Welch may have to play multiple positions in this game. I mean, he may have to get in there. I I don't think it's a thing where they're kind of losing faith in Christian Welch. I think it's one of these situations where I don't know if they're completely sold on Jimon Colbert yet, and if he struggles, boom, they want to have Welch ready there. I think he's ready there on both positions. The other thing is Jack Hockaday is a senior, and he'll be gone next year. And Amani, I mean, it's. I, I think they're basically just. I'm not sure if they really know who their top three guys are. They're, it seems like they're experimenting every week. So maybe they're thinking, hey, you know, we didn't think Jimon was as good as Christian until we put him in a game. Let's see what happens with Barrington because he's looked really good in practice. I don't know. They've, this is just unusual how they're so quick to switch guys at linebacker this year. I mean, they didn't even get Amani Jones a quarter, and he hasn't started since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been out there still playing special teams and playing at a high level, but Saw the game was uh, maybe a little bit too fast out there. And I do wonder about flexibility and if, if injuries continue to pile up there. You know, if Monty Jones, maybe the middle isn't the right spot for him, but they can move him to that will linebacker spot and do some. But you mentioned they're already up to six guys now, different guys starting at the linebacker spot. Certainly wouldn't have thought that back in August. Pat Hardy no. joining us all, Hawkeyes.com. Pat, before we run out of time, I did want to talk some basketball with you. And uh, I, I believe we just touched on a couple weeks ago after we got the press an- uh, release on Luca Garza. This uh, appears to be maybe a bigger deal than, than I originally anticipated, the removal of the cyst. Well, it was a big cyst, and it was in his abdomen. Yeah, I don't expect him back even practicing until late November, if I had to guess. I know his father, I think, talked to the register, and kind of he was basically said he's got another big examination coming up in a couple of weeks and they'll learn a lot more. But no, I don't expect Luca Garza, if he is a factor this year, to be a factor until Big Ten, but I never really have. I think just when you get a cyst removed from your abdomen that's the size that this supposedly was, that takes a toll. And I think we're just going to have to be patient. I mean, right now he's shooting soft jump shots and riding a bike, but no, he's not anywhere close, I don't think. to Like I said, and I've even talked to some people close to the program that I, I don't think they never said anything before November either. So, like I said, I'm guessing November, and I would guess later November if I had to guess. Well, and early on this season, of course, they're playing out in Madison Square Garden. They get Oregon in the first game, then either Syracuse or UConn. And the other part 
ACC Big Ten Challenge this year is Pitt, who was terrible last year. But you got those Big Ten games early with Wisconsin and Michigan State, followed by Iowa State. It's an important stretch, and if you don't have an opportunity to get them out there and get playing time early on, might be a difficult start. And this is an Iowa basketball program that doesn't feel like they can afford a slow start this season. No, definitely not. And no one's going to have any sympathy for them if Luke is not there at the beginning. If they ain't like those six games you just mentioned, if they lose five of them, that's horrible. I mean, they're going to be digging out of the hole the rest of the year. And I'm still like, if I, we talked about this this morning on KCJJ. I'm thinking, if I had to guess an Iowa record right now, I'd say nine and eleven, ten and ten, eleven and nine. I'm right there. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get them. I don't even know if that would get them in the NCAA tournament, but think about it. If they went 11-9, and nine, that'd be, I know they're playing two more games, but that would be seven more conference wins than just a year ago. I need to see this team on defense with Luka Garza before I'm ready to say, oh, yeah, they're back. I mean, I know Fran's going to come out on Monday and do what he does. He's great at it, and I understand why he does it. I mean, he's gonna, you're going to be saying bring on Kentucky midway through that press conference, but that's what Fran does. And, well, you know, you'd rather have that than him being negative and weird like Linklater was. I get where Fran's coming from, but I don't, I mean, I mean, what's your, if you had to guess a record right now, Trent, Big Ten, what would you say? I'm still probably, yeah, right in your range, maybe 8 and 12, 9 and 11. Like you said, and this is what the frustration of all the seasons for the PTL to go away, it's this one. You're not going to learn a lot defensively, but just not seeing these guys out there, I, until you see it, you have no idea. I don't know. I you talk probably to a lot more, you know, Hawkeye fans that are just died in the wool. They're always going to be good over there in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. What what are the expectations you're hearing? Because I'll tell you, over here and and my group and the guys that I tailgate with, there are no expectations. It's kind of everyone's no. from Missouri right now. Let's wait and see. No, I I mean even the diehard fans that I know out here, I don't think anyone's saying, oh, 15 and 5, we're back. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, there's just no way you can say that under the circumstances. I think some are trying to be as optimistic as possible, but I think the most optimistic I've heard is maybe some saying, oh, I think if we're, you know, if we stay healthy and show improvement, we can, with our t- offensive talent, maybe we can win 12 games in the conference. They go 12 and 8, that's a huge improvement. That still doesn't get you in the NCAA tournament. Well, and I, I, I just don't think it would. I just don't think it would. Get them in, but we'll see. I would be surprised. I mean, thirteen and five didn't get Minnesota in last year, and I know their schedule right. on conference wasn't. Iowa's non-conference schedule is better than a year ago, but it's still not lights out. I mean, it's still got some issues, and like you said, they have to win those two early games. They have to win one of those. They have to. They have to get a signature win to say, "Hey, look at Iowa basketball." Maybe they. Maybe there is something brewing there after last year, because right now, outside of here, Iowa basketball is irrelevant. Well, and, and the other part, you know, with Nebraska a year ago, it was their crossovers, and they'll be even less of worry yeah. about that because they played of the good teams in the conference, Ohio State, Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State. They only had single plays against them. Now with the 20-game conference schedule, that'll dissipate, and you'll be able to play more of the good teams more. I, I don't think we'll ever see a year like that. And, and equating it to a 20-game conference schedule. It's hard. 13-7. and seven, Twelve and eight, even yeah. Unless it's just a year where the Big Ten is really down again, and and it could be. I don't think as down as last season. Then maybe, but it's all. It'll come down to. uh, I guess we'll be watching those exhibition games and and hoping to hear a little bit about the scrimmage that they have with Missouri, keeping our ear to the ground a little bit more this uh, this off season. Yeah, no, it's definitely a wait and see. I mean, just I just got to see this team healthy and playing defense before I can really even begin to think that maybe there's going to be a turnaround. I mean, I know they can score. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. They can score 80 points in their sleep. 
but they can also allow 90 while they're wide awake. So, well, I mean, I just need to I just need to see some progress before I can say I think they're going to be anything. I don't think they're going to go 5 and 15. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that happens then there's a major major problem. We were talking about this this morning. Do you think Fran would survive 5 and 15? I do think he would get another year at 5 and 15. I just don't what do you think? Yeah, I think he would survive it, but it'd be one of those years like Alford Miserable. was going to have before he departed for New Mexico. Yes. You're making the NCAA tournament or you're fired. I, I think yes. it'll be I mean, that would pretty simply. And it would be way worse because if they had something like that, that would be coming off two of the worst seasons. In pro- but, yeah, let, let's wait to see. Like I said, I just want to wait and see. They definitely have the offensive pieces. Luca Garza's situation is a little iffy right now because mm-hmm. they're going to have to play without him, I think, for a while. So we'll see. And the other thing you wonder with Luca is if it doesn't progress, they could always redshirt him. Right. Yep. And he could be back, and he can go with Cook at the five. You know, Nunji and a host of others at the four with Pemsel, and away you go. Get to be fun, Pat. Yep. We'll talk to you again All in right, a couple Trent. weeks before homecoming right. in Maryland. All right. I'll look forward to it. Talk to you later, Pat Hardy from AllHawkeyes.com. Joining us. Quick timeout. We got more on the hoops front. More of a national look, though we'll look locally at our four local schools in the state as Bobby Reagan's going to join us next from Barstool Sports. Take it up until 6 o'clock. Back with more in a moment. It's Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Enjoy the warm weather while it lasts because a cold front is on the way tonight. Temperatures dropping to near 45 by tomorrow morning with an isolated thunder shower possible early. Then mostly sunny to partly sunny on Thursday, a cool dry day with a high near 57. More rains coming in Thursday night and Friday. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. This report is sponsored by Staples. During Staples printing events, you'll find low prices on a huge selection of ink, toner, and printers. Right now, get $25 off any two HP toner cartridges. Restrictions may apply. Ends 1060 store or staples.com slash toner savings for details. Staples. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. 
That's 729-0770. Or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Trent kind of with you as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight on your drive home. It's Jimmy B and TC. Minus Jimmy B for today, though he'll join us later on in our number two. We'll get some thoughts from Mr. Brinson. Right now, time to talk more college basketball. We were talking Hawkeyes with Pat Hardy a little bit earlier. Let's get into that and a whole lot more with our buddy Bobby Regan, who joins us from Barstool Sports as college basketball writer over there, and he joins us on a Wednesday. Bobby, what's a good word? Not much. What's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. I uh, very entertained now. College football in this market is huge. Obviously, NFL football, always big, but I always want to talk college basketball, though I got get talked down from time to time. But practice has started, and you wrote an article that had me incredibly intrigued, ranking every single team, one through 353, in college basketball the other day. How long did it take you to rank every single team at D1? See, like, I don't even know, because I would just work on it kind of at night when I had nothing else, like, going on. And I was just sitting there, like, watching TV, and then, like, my wife was already asleep. So it was, like, the middle of the night when I was actually putting, you know, the words into the article. So it, it, it was, like, two weeks from start to finish. But time-wise, maybe six, seven hours, like, in terms of, of talking to the coaches, getting all the rankings, putting it all together. Somewhere around there. It, it took a while, but honestly, like, it, it – I broke it up so much, it, it, it felt a lot shorter. It's, uh, it, it's an incredible exercise to go through. Now, how much consternation did you have between choosing, you know what, I, I got Dayton at 115 and Bradley at 138. I, when it comes to things like that, was it frustrating to just kind of slot it and roll where about you thought things were? When it came into the minutia of it, how difficult was that part? 
yeah, some of it was difficult. So, like, what I kind of did for things like that um, was kind of go back to, like, last the end of last year's kind of Kempom rankings mm-hmm. and, and things like that and say, okay, where were, you know, where did the A-10 kind of end up as a whole? You know, where did the fourth place team in the A-10 end up? You know, and okay, you know, they had two top 75 teams, three top 100, four top 150, and, and kind of slotted in that way going, okay, Obviously, if teams, you know, if I think a team's going to make a big jump or a team's going to fall a little bit, but that was kind of my guidelines of, all right, I'm not going too high off the bat with, you know, a big West team, let's say, where, oh, no, like I'm putting them at 100 and they had, you know, that's the third team and I had, you know, they, there was one top 100 team last year or the last five years even kind of go back on, on recent history, just going, okay, what do the trends kind of say of, of where to slot teams? Uh, based on conferences, and then from there just kind of looked at it and then just kind of said, if there was coaches that I knew that knew both teams, I, w- I would kind of shoot them a message like, all right, neutral court, who are you taking to win one game? And then just move on from there. <laughs> That's uh, probably the best way to do it. And, and I want to get into some thoughts on your locals, and, and the biggest reason is what you think about Iowa State because we're in the same line of thinking. That's what you do. little group think going on here on the program today. Starting, though, first with the small schools in the MVC, Drake and UNI. Now, full disclosure, I am a Northern Iowa alum. Love my Panthers. You have them ranked at 142, Drake at 171. I think you're going to see improvement, certainly out of Drake and what they welcome in. A couple of grad, trans- grad transfers that will help out right away. UNI, though, uh, your thoughts on that program that feels like Certainly losing momentum, what Ben Jacobson had built, the Sweet 16 run, beating Kansas, another run to the round of 32 a couple of years back. Feels like the Panthers are running out of steam. What do you think of UNI as a whole? I mean, I really like Ben Jacobson as a coach. He's one of the best mid-major coaches in the country. Um, and honestly, like, I, I'm, I'm surprised he, he never jumped to a bigger, a big, you know, bigger yeah. school. But obviously he loves UNI. Like, you know, he, he, he's good enough to coach a big school. Now, you lose Benicock. They just don't like when they made their runs. They had a guy that was an All American, right, or second team All American. Like they always had someone that they, they could count on when they made those deep runs. This year, who is it, right? Like who's their go to option? Is it is it is it Lowhouse? Yeah, um, it might be AJ Green right away. It, maybe, yeah, right. It, it could be AJ Green, who is what I think their highest rated recruit in school history. Yeah, yeah. If he, not, yeah. If not, he's one of the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it might be Green, might be Lowhouse, might be Pickford. You know, kind of pick, pick there. But if Green can live up to the hype, then I think you have a guy that it's not going to happen this year. But next year, and when he's a junior, I think you could see you and I getting back to the like kind of Seth Tuttle type. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's a different player than Tuttle, but. It, this is a young group, too. So I think you and I, like this year, they're, you know, top four, top five in, in the Missouri Valley. But assuming nobody transfers or, or injuries or whatever, there's only one senior on the roster, or in the rotation at least. Future looks to be good. They just got to find some help inside. Iowa, I mean, it's simple. And it's funny, you know, I talked to beat guys over there on the Iowa basketball beat. It comes down to one thing. Can this team... Can they defend a chair? I, they were so bad defensively. One of the best teams offensively in college basketball a year ago, but the defense was atrocious. Are you a believer, Bobby, that a team can seemingly bring back the whole same roster and transform from an awful defensive team even to an average one? 
Uh, not really. I think they can have some improvement. I'm not going to rule out that they can, you know, go from just god awful because that's what they were mm-hmm. to awful or below average. Um, if, if, they're, if they're a below average defensive defensive team, it's a win because, like you said, it, it's they're still young too. That's the one reason I think they might be able to. It's not like they were all juniors last year um, and now they're all seniors. You know. It's all juniors and sophomores again this year. So they might be able to get better defensively. If they make the jump all the way to average, I'll be surprised. But I do expect a jump just because, like I said, you know, they, they, it's not like they're going from you know, junior year to senior year. You're still going from sophomore to junior, freshman to, freshman to sophomore. So they're still relatively young. You know, it's another year in the weight room, which is a very real thing in college hoops, especially when you're talking about major conferences. But yeah, I just I I don't trust that defense at all until I actually see it happen. And finally, to Iowa State, you have the Cyclones ranked in your top twenty-five. I'll be honest; throughout this spring, summer, and into here, the fall, I've been surprised. I've seen them, you know, some of the brackets that are out there don't have them in. I believe this is a team, certainly with the talent, to not only be a team contending up there, you know, two, three, four in the Big Twelve, but make a run at the Sweet Sixteen. You have the Cyclones at 23. Is it just last year why there hasn't been more love about this Iowa State squad? Probably, and the fact that they don't have, I, I mean, they have guys that, that people know, right? Like, everyone knows Nick Wheeler bad mm-hmm. and Lindell and, and Wigginton, but I don't know if, like, the casual fan or, or the ones that look, that, that's looking ahead where Iowa State always had Mon, you know, Monty Morris for the last few years, you know, heading, obviously not last year, but... I don't know if it's maybe that, and then they're just kind of forgotten about in you know a loaded Big Twelve last year. But I love this team. I think they are wildly under undervalued and under the radar. Um, and I think Fred, or Fred Hoiberg, I think uh, Steve Brom is, is a, a really good coach. Yeah, Prom's done a good job. He's done a great job with point guards, and now the development of Lindell Wigington. Get Wilder Bab healthy for this season. Cam Lard after his wellness program this summer. And the transfers. Mariel Shayok yeah. certainly knows how to play defense. He did it for Tony Bennett at Virginia, and he can score, and he's going to have a lot more flexibility in the offense. And Michael Jacobson, a local kid here from the western suburbs of Waukee, he played really well his first two years at Nebraska. A shot blocker, a kid that shot it really well in high school. I think you're going to see that now after the redshirt year. And that's not even to mention the freshman class that Taylor Horton Tucker the guy is short, he's 6'4", but he is a load, long-armed. He's going to do a lot of things. I, I would be shocked if Iowa State, at the very least, wasn't an NCAA tournament team. Same. They have the makeup of, of what I really like in rosters, where you just have you know 18 wings, where everyone's between 6'4 <laughs> and 6'8 with long wingspans. That's what they have. And that can, you can be very advantageous defensively then, because you can switch everything, you can run a zone, you can run a press. Uh, you can, you know, hedge, and I think the fact that they have that ability is something that Iowa State really hasn't seen defensively in, in quite some time. Finally, Bobby, let's uh, the FBI investigation. Our final minute, minute and a half here. What should the casual college basketball fan take out of this, if anything? Don't be mad at the players for accepting money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I mean that's instantly what everyone's going to say is, well, how, how could they do that? Well. All right. If someone's going to go offer you a hundred thousand dollars to for a service, are you not going to accept it? Um, and and don't also. And my other thing is, don't 
you know, it, it, it's all business. Like, you know, to me, I, I think the, the attorney for Jim Gatlin made a good case yesterday of, hey, no laws are broken, but NCAA rules are broken. Um, and that's kind of what it is. And, you know, my thing has always been, why aren't we looking at whether or not it's legal that the NCAA puts a true cap on the free market for these players? Because um, I think the rule book's outdated. So it, it's, it's a mess. Um, that's the only way to put it. I think it's a potential massive waste of time, and we don't even know what's going to happen because it's going to be so drawn out over the next, I mean, the minimum, the next six months. That is Bobby Regan joining us here from Barstool Sports. Find him on Twitter at Barstool Regs. Bobby, as always, appreciate your time. Hope we can do this a lot more with college basketball season right on the cusp. I love talking hoops with you. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. That's Bobby Riggs joining us here on the program. We got an hour in the book. Still one more to go. Coming up in the second hour, we're talking NFL football. Andrew Garda is going to be here. Then Jimmy B later on in the program. This portion of the show brought to you by Charter House Real Estate. Looking to buy a home, sell your home, do it and save money. Do it with Charter House Real Estate. Mark Charter, our presenting sponsor of our high school football coverage on 1700 KBGG. Back with more in a moment. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? Uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. 
Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Dell Small Business Technology Advisors know there's nothing small about your business. That's why we offer one-on-one partnership and reliable PCs with Intel Core processors to help you get business done. Call 877-BY-DELL. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com.